We are Unqualified Parenting. We're here to do the work researching topics so that you don't have to. We're a dad and a mom aiming to bring you our own unique perspective from our two very different blended families. Unqualified Parenting Podcast. That is our new intro. (laughs) (laughs) This is Jen with Unqualified Parenting. And and my name's Jen too. <laughs> That's not true. Yeah, my name's Jen. <laughs> there we go, everybody. This is episode three. We made it to three. I hear that's when all podcasts succeed. <laughs> that's when they start is after their third episode. Lots of money. That's how you know people showed up and <laughs> did the bare minimum, and that's what we're really good at. <laughs> yep. Um, this one's titled, Haven't We Beat This Level? Workweek Stress and Time Management Can we tips. come up with a better title? Something Haven't fun. Haven't We Beat This Level's fun. Haven't We Beat This Level? It should be like, motherfucker, <laughs> didn't save my game. That's what it should be. I forgot to save. It could be, is this Groundhog Day? That's not Happy a video Death game thing. Which was a good movie. It was a good movie. She's so cute. There I love were, her. There were times that movie she was Better than that movie deserved. Yeah. Oh, she carried that movie. And then there were some times where it was just really bad for like five minutes. <laughs> but she saved it. She was She's good. super cute. I did And like she's that. hot. She's funnier on that uh, Onion video I sent you. Do you remember that? Was where that they were, her? Yes. I didn't where they were called like that the that fundraiser for the girl who dresses crappy. Yeah. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> Oh, it's such a high schooler thing to do. Those onion videos are so funny, those old ones. I need to look up more of those. Um, um, we're we just going to say, um, forever. Do we, <laughs> um. <laughs> do we do our segments first or do we do our, we do our tips first? You want to rock, paper, scissors for it? <laughs> no, don't. You ready? Uh, we can rock, paper, scissors to see who tips first. Ready? <laughs> okay. You have to go on three. Okay. One, one two, two, three. three. Ah, uh, you're gonna go okay. first. That's not how you won. That's how the, yeah, I know. So I get a pick. Oh, jeez. All right. Jen did not go to public school. She went to some private school where she doesn't know the rules I to rock, paper, scissors. 100% went to public school. So <laughs> I have six tips. Can you hear her Valley Girl accents? Yeah. Uh, like, I'm better than everyone. All right. Haven't we beat this level? Can we come Work up with a better stress name? <laughs> and time management tips for the young professional. <laughs> we're here to help you de-stress. All right. We're not going back and forth like we did last episode, right? This is Can our... we do a Cody's an asshole segment first? ASMR episode. That's it. Oh, I can't stand that. <laughs> Holy cow, I can't hair. stand that. Can we, oh. can we do the episode where I'm an asshole? What is that episode? That's where... After listening to our podcast as I'm editing it, I realize, <laughs> holy shit, I'm an asshole. <laughs> I don't know what do you mean. So last episode, we talked about math homework. Yeah. And how frustrating math homework is. And how I sat my daughter down and was like, you'll do this and you'll learn this and you should have known this. And Smacked her around, rubbed her nose in it. Yep. Locked her in the garage. Yep. Raw meat Turned under the, the car door. on for a bit. I changed my mind. About what part of it? About being so strict on it. Oh. Because I got thinking about it. My parents were that way. My parents were sit down, do your homework, get it done. You should know what you're doing. I didn't have a clue. 
So after listening to it as I'm trying to edit the podcast, I realize this is not the way to go about it. So I pulled my daughter aside and I apologized and I told her, your dad's an asshole. Don't tell your mom I said asshole. <laughs> and basically explained to her that I was wrong. I should be willing to help no matter what. And homework shouldn't be a punishment. Mm, homework I is practice. And sometimes when you're practicing, you need somebody who's been there to help yeah. you. So I made a promise with her, no matter the homework, no matter how hard it is, I will be there 100% to help her out. That's good. So I'm no longer an asshole. <laughs> I won. Uh, does that mean you're going to like ask her every day if she has homework and every like day. sit by her while she does it? No, nope, I'll ask her. I'll say, do you have math homework today? Do you understand it? Do you need help? If she's got it, she's got it. Yeah. Today she needed help for like two minutes and then she got the rest. Do you sit there the rest of the time or do you like get up and nope. do your own thing? or? No, I just make sure she's got it. She's good to go. If she has any questions, she can come grab me. Hmm. It's made homework a lot easier. Yeah, me and my husband do homework very different from each other. So just curious. <laughs> Who's the angry know. one? <laughs> um, I don't think either of us really get angry, but he'll sit with her the whole time, but he'll be on his phone like looking at you know, forums and truck stuff and truck whatever. He's looking up the answer. Holy shit! What's twelve <laughs> divided by six? He's he's an accountant, so he's good. so he is googling the answer. <laughs> no. um, but I'm like a do as many problems as you can, and then once you get done with everything that you can do, then come get me, and I'll help you with like just skip it. And then come get me. See, the, the problem end. with that is a lot of this homework is like it 15. It kind of leads into each other. Yeah, it's 15 yeah. problems that all build on top of each other. Yeah, I realized that was some of it. Anyways, so I was an asshole. If you took my advice last episode, you are now an asshole too. So <laughs> This is Corrections Corner where <laughs> we're unqualified parents and we fix ourselves. <laughs> don't, don't take our advice. Just learn with us, not from us. <laughs> so our advice for time management <laughs> skills. Uh, let's get started with my six tips. Actually, let's – okay. I'm going to do my best to derail this as much as I can. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Just kidding. No. Go ahead. Number one is uh, to meal plan. And it, it takes a while to set up, but it is 100% worth it. Um, what we've done, which this may not work for everybody, but I have three days a week that I cook, and it's the same three days every week. It is Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. That's, That's four, days. four days. No wonder your I husband have, helps with the math homework. Have, yeah. We've figured it out. I have four days that I cook. Um, and then he does Mondays and Thursdays. And then Sundays are our free days where sometimes we'll say, hey, do you want to get a pizza or we'll just get our own thing? Like it's not on anybody on Sundays. Um, whoever cooks, the other person cleans, obviously. That's just matters. Um but it's 100% okay for you to have a meal plan for when your stepkids are there versus when your stepkids aren't there. Stepkids show up. It's candy yep. and pancakes. Uh, only feed and... them sugar to send them back to their bio parents. <laughs> um, no, I, I know that she likes tacos and spaghetti. And so there's still healthy options. And I make the spaghetti with zucchini noodles instead of pasta. You know, like 
I'll do things like that and still have it be healthy, but I'm not going to try to make like some, you know, ratatouille recipe. Have you ever made ratatouille? I did, and it was a fucking waste of time. It was so pretty. I like layered out the thinly sliced eggplant and squash and like every other one, and I took a picture, which I usually don't do, but it was so pretty. And it did, it was the blandest dish, I've, and it took like an hour. Yeah, it's... Don't make that. But anyway, so I wouldn't choose a stepkid day to make that. Like, don't don't punish yourself by by doing that. So I use Copy Me That, which I think Cody got. I me told you about. Into. It's beautiful. Uh, it's an extension that uh, gets rid of. You know how everyone white writes a book for a recipe now? They can't just put ingredients on anymore. They have to be like, today I was wrestling with my children and blah blah. Like, no. Okay, it cuts so it all out. I had to look up a recipe for oatmeal the oh. other day <laughs> and you're right this guy was like i was traveling through the amazon in my 14th year of life and came across the pygmies and two cups for every two cups water for every one cup oats yep that's all the recipe was so copy me that takes that recipe out and plops it cody's favorite so, word into a new website you said it was an extension so it's a browser extension and so if an you have app. chrome it's an extension for chrome Firefox. or it's an app for your for your smartphone um you can upgrade to premium which i've done uh and they let you do sets of meal weeks so i have a step kid week a step kid taco week and then i have a non-step kid salad week and then i use the ingredients from those weeks to make other meals so nothing gets wasted did, did you pay for the prescription to just Put a taco on one week or not on one week? Did you say prescription because it's not medicine? <laughs> it might as well be medicine with how much stress it's going to relieve. <laughs> that is very true. Is that the only difference? You just do taco in one week? No. Not taco. It's no. $20 a month. It allows um, me to remove tacos from one no, week. No, you can uh, assign shopping lists to that set. Oh, that's cool. And then you can also email it to yourself. Like it, it adds all these additional features, which if anyone's interested into what I cook for those weeks, um, I can post it on the website, unqualifiedparenting.com. Um, it took about two and a half hours just to set up what meals I wanted to cook because you don't want to waste ingredients, you know, time, like some things you can use half of whatever for other things. But now I have four weeks, two stepkid, two non-stepkids weeks, like already pre-set up that I can just put in there. Isn't it amazing how much we just eat the same things? It is. Like when you look at it, you have spaghetti all the time, tacos all the time. Yep. I make cop salads all the time. You have, you have 10 meals you rotate through? Yeah. That's and it. if you get sick of them, you go get Wendy's. It's fine. Ugh. Um. <laughs> Wendy's is so gross. What about McDonald's? Okay. <laughs> That's my guilty prep. Like, if, if I'm doing well on my diet, I'll sneak out and get me a cheeseburger. Yeah. And eat it and cry in the car. Yeah. And then spray myself with cologne like I've cheated on my <laughs> wife and walk in the door so no one knows I have McDonald's. <laughs> To uh, stay on track with our calories, we'll sometimes get cookies for dinner. Obviously, those are non-step kid days. <laughs> but yeah, we'll legit have cookies for dinner. It's like calories, you know, it's all that keeps the weight off. Just counting calories. Or puts the weight on. Oh. <laughs> Number two, schedule your recreational time. 
So I used to play video games a lot, and then I got pregnant. I did not touch my PS4 my entire pregnancy, and it is my PS4. My husband hates video games. That's what she calls her husband. Her (laughs) husband's name is PS4. (laughs) That's his nickname. (laughs) Um, Then after I had a baby, of course, it felt like even less time. So I finally just scheduled a day in the calendar and was like, I'm playing a video game for four hours tonight, so you're the dad. And you know what? Don't guilt each other for what you use that recreational time for. Like, if he wants to go for a run, or if he wants to go work on his truck, or if he wants to go play video games, like, it shouldn't matter. That's what you want to use your recreational time for. So put it in the calendar. We have a shared Google calendar. It works awesome. So, yeah. What is it titled in there, like, fuck off? <laughs> <laughs> it's It's just PS4 time. When was the last time you played your PS4? It's been three. So, folks, we do not take our own advice. Hey, but I've scheduled other things. I have dinner with a friend tomorrow. I'm going out with Dina, and no babies allowed. And it's just going to be me and her. Talking about your babies. Yeah, probably. And since Tuesday's my day to cook dinner, it's already sitting in the fridge for Steve tomorrow. It's already taken care of. Cereal. Yeah, cold, soggy cereal. Um, Number three, be realistic about how much time things take and act accordingly. Like, I feel like a lot of the time we spend is, like, complaining in our heads about doing laundry. Like, when am I going to do laundry? I need to get started on laundry. Should I just do it? Just throw it in. It takes literally probably five minutes, realistically, to put a load in the washer, probably two minutes to transfer to the dryer, 15 to fold. Would you say? I don't know. We don't fold. We just live out of the basket. We <laughs> just throw it in there. That explains a lot. Uh, so, like, just kind of be realistic about your chores and the time and just, just, just do it. Just take care of it. Some people do laundry, like, every day. Just small loads, which I wouldn't want to do. But I also wouldn't want to wait two weeks and keep pushing it off because then it is a huge project. Then it does take up your whole day. Number four. <laughs> We're just moving through this. Plow through this. There we shit. go. Um, so this is a quote from uh, the book, Kavir to the book, Unfuck Yourself. No. It is by Gary John Bishop. And I recommend the audible version because he's like Scottish. So he's like talking in a Scottish Let's accent the whole time. And he's like, just run into your, that's not Do the Scottish. whole tip in Scottish. <laughs> so it's accept nothing, accept everything. Scottish. Scottish. I totally read that wrong. It's ex- it's expect nothing and accept everything. This is a good one for holidays, which are high stress times, especially if you have a step kid. I, Easter's coming up in a few days, which when you're listening to this, it might be Christmas before we post this. I don't know, but I'm sure some holidays on the horizon. And uh, Bio Mom and my husband, do they, they last minute plan a lot. So we could end up with her for a few hours in a few days on that holiday. Like, I just don't know. And it used to really bother me. But I just don't expect anything now. I have a couple things that I'm like, I want to do. Easter basket, obviously. And we usually do a brunch that we go out for brunch. So that's all I communicate. That's that's all I want. Simple. Like, I would, I would like that. And I don't expect anything else. Because then you're not really disappointed. And you can just go with the flow. I expect nothing. All the time. <laughs> I have no expectations of anybody. 
I used to have a lot of expectations of how things would go. and Like, like I'm not even joking. I have no expectations of any. I, I, read, that, uh, I read that book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. No, it's probably similar to unfuck yourself. And it's, yeah, I just don't care. I've stopped saying yes to things I don't want to do. Hey, that's one of my tips, so could you back off a little bit? <laughs> I can read through the back of your paper. I knew it. Um, so anyway, you can only control yourself. So yeah, just, just communicate, you know, what you'd like. But if it doesn't happen, just do it on another day. Like, make Easter that monday it doesn't it doesn't really matter like it's not that big of a deal the world's not gonna end and if it's that important to you you'll you guys will make it work unless you're married to an asshole then you should probably rethink that um number five is you cannot take care of yourself if you jen's having a stroke jen smile for me (laughs) smile i can't only on the left side um you cannot take care of others if you're not taking care of yourself, which Cody actually mentioned this as a uh, marriage tip, if you recall your tips. Um, but it's it's worth mentioning for stress and time management because you're going to stress out if you're not taking care of yourself and then everything's just going to be miserable. Um, if you don't have money to do much, there's lots of local things like our library, for example, does a pajama bedtime for our toddler that she can go do. It's from the ages of zero to five. It's free. It's every Thursday night. It doesn't cost us anything. So there's lots of free ways to de-stress and take care of you or do something that you would find enjoyment out. And you can do it every week. Go for a run in the morning. Like Just find something that you can do to take care of yourself. Um, I usually... One day a week, we'll, after the baby's in bed, then we'll eat dinner and we'll go get nachos from this drive through place that's really close. And I just pig out on nachos. And I'm going to sound like a fat person because <laughs> I notice I'm talking about food a lot. Are you hungry but... right now? <laughs> no, Do we need I'm to not. take a break and get you a little snack? <laughs> yeah. I need to be constantly eating. No, I'm, I think that's why I talk about food because I limit it so much that it's on my mind a lot. Um, did you take care of yourself this week, Cody, speaking of? Nope. Is it because it's Monday? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) All right, number six is say no, don't cave to FOMO. Do you know what FOMO is? Uh, it's French homos. Close. It's fear of missing out. Ooh, that is close. It is super close. Um... Like, if your friends are going out and you're tired and they're bugging, just just say, I'm sorry, I can't make it. You don't have to lie. Don't say you have a headache. Don't lie to your friends. They know you're lying. Don't. Hey, Jen, do you want to go to the park with us today after work? I have a headache. <laughs> <laughs> just, just say, I'm sorry, I can't make it. I just say I don't want to. Or that, if you can be honest with your friends, like, girls, girls are sensitive so I can't be honest like maybe Cody can but just just say I'm sorry we can't make it like that's all you need to say if they push then just say I have laundry to do always laundry because you do everyone always has laundry but as Jen said it should only take about (laughs) 20-25 minutes for a full load that's right you just have to sit there for an hour during the load (laughs) um 
anyway, so those are my tips. I'm going to relist them just so that everyone remembers. Get out your pens and papers. This will be our next episode's quiz. Yep, and we'll be giving out a prize of e-hugs. Number one, meal plan. Number two is schedule your recreational time with your partner. Number three, be be realistic about how much time things take and act accordingly. Number four, expect nothing, accept everything. Number five, you can't take care of others if you're not taking care of yourself. And number six is say no and don't cave to FOMO. I caved to a FOMO once. How was it? It was a crazy weekend. <laughs> His name was Rodrigo. That's he was Scottish. Rodrigo. <laughs> well, shit, Jen, I have no tips because you said them all. I don't think I did. You did. Did I really? No, no. I don't think I did. Uh, (laughs) All right. So I'm going to be a hypocrite for a bit here because I haven't really done any of these. This is our hypocrite corner. (laughs) You just call it the Cody corner. That's fine. (laughs) So I had surgery on my shoulder about two months ago. I had an injury that's been killing me for two years, had surgery to fix it made it worse so i'm not sleeping i've been depressed a lot lately really kind of struggling so self-care has been really hard when you're in that environment plus pressures of keeping up relationship with the wife and taking care of the kid well even going to work when you're in pain and not sleeping is hard yeah it is hard so a lot of these are things i should do and probably (laughs) haven't been doing so here we go hypocrite number one (laughs) it's not funny i don't know why you're laughing (laughs) all right my first tip is set aside family downtime what does family downtime look like looks like this (laughs) sounded so rehearsed and it wasn't (laughs) you're doing really good just keep reading the script (laughs) okay um, just kind of relaxing as a family, telling bedtime stories, playing board games, stuff that doesn't involve being loud, doesn't involve electronics, doesn't cost a thing. This family downtime was really good and really helps. And to us as parents, it means nothing, but to our kids, it means the world. So last night, my daughter broke out. She has the game of life. She set it all up. Dad, can we play? No. Not tonight. (laughs) You set this up five minutes before bedtime. I know what you're trying to do. We're not going to play for an hour and keep you up late. So I told her, I was like, we'll do it Monday, which is today. So before I came to record the podcast, we sat down, played the game of life, kicked her ass, ended up with like $4 million to her too. She has no (laughs) idea what she's doing. What an idiot. (laughs) But to me, it was nothing. To her, it was everything. Yeah, I bet. She was super happy after we played. Thank you so much, Dad. That was fun. It it cost me nothing. That's awesome. By the way, we make fun of our kids and kids in general a lot and call them names, and we don't actually call the kids those names to their faces. So I have never once called my daughter Aubrey. That's her (laughs) name. Never once. Uh, The next one here, I actually got F. Yeah. From watching Adam Ruins Everything. Mm. If you haven't listened to the podcast, podcast is great. TV show is amazing. I think it was a podcast after it was a show. 
that's weird. It's usually the other way around. Yeah. So his podcast is where he brings the experts that he consults on the show mm. to do kind of a deep dive. Although we were a show before we were a podcast. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. On uh, <laughs> channel, channel three in your <sighs> local area. I couldn't hear that. <laughs> yeah. This one was, was make time to talk. Precious. So in the episode I watched, it was about pregnancy and it was about postpartum depression. And it talked about how postpartum depression can affect both the mother and the father equally because babies suck. Yeah, it's a rough transition. And everyone expects you to love your baby immediately. Yeah, it took me a couple days. I'm still working on it. <laughs> it's 10 years old and I just can't seem to find it in me. But the biggest thing you can do as parents is to talk, even if, even if just for 30 minutes. The talking with each other and realizing that you're both struggling, you're both miserable, you both want to jump off a cliff, can actually bring you both back from the brink of being angry and taking it out on your kids and each other. Yeah. 30 minutes is what they recommend. Minimum. A day? Yeah. Well. Which is just as simple as cooking dinner together. We do actually try to eat dinner together every night. We rarely watch TV while we're eating dinner. We just usually talk. And that's plenty. Especially for kids. I think that's good. Yeah. You get yourself on the same page. Uh, even talking about your day, we're really good at talking about all the negatives and positives throughout our day in adult terms without, you know, swearing or being vulgar or whatever. I think it's very important to set kids up for kind of the reality of life that these struggles they have in elementary school relate to the struggles that we as adults have in the workplace. Yeah. You know, yeah. when I was a kid, I always thought, man, we're going to grow up and be adults and everyone's going to be kick-ass. And I'm going to know everything. No, I still hate that one kid that thinks he knows everything, <laughs> which surprisingly isn't me. It should be me. All right. The next one I haven't been doing, and this is more limitation due to my shoulder than anything, is to just remember good nutrition and exercise. Oh, yeah. Which is a tip you had. You got to get out there. You got to sweat. You got to put in the work. Exercising releases a lot of endorphins and oxytocin and, get, you know, gives us a good reward boost and helps us work through all the shit that we've been going through throughout our day. Yeah, I I get 10, over 10,000 steps six days a week because, like, I'm addicted to it now. And if I don't, I don't feel good. Yeah, I realize I haven't been on my bike since beginning of January. So I set up Saturday of this last week to clean and organize the garage. Sunday, I set up the bike on the trainer. I just did 30 minutes. Yeah, I saw on my fitness pal that you posted that, and I was like, oh, he's back on the bike. It was, it was <laughs> 30 minutes. But I thought your minutes. shoulder must have been feeling better. What's nice is on the trainer, I don't have to put weight on the bars. Oh, nice. But, yeah, 30 minutes. That's all it took, and I was immediately in a better mood. Yeah. So get out there, get the work done. Even if you're struggling to lose weight and get up and going, just walk. That's it. Or just count calories and don't do anything. <laughs> when you're pregnant, sometimes that's all you can do. That's true. Actually, a couple nurses, when I asked about like how to adjust the calories when I was pregnant, they're like, I don't think your doctor wants you counting calories. And I was like, I've been doing it for over a year. So I'm not going to stop just because I'm pregnant. Like, I, I went over, you know, occasionally. 
Because you know, if I figured if I was craving it that bad, the baby obviously needed ice cream. I mean, there's no way. Um, but I still kept with it, and that's how I lost all the baby weight back off. Not only that, but if you talk to a doctor about any of that stuff, they'll say if it keeps you sane, do it. Yeah. A, a happy, mentally stable mother is so much more important than one that's following the rules. And don't take my advice, but when we were looking at getting pregnant, the doctor even said a glass of wine every now and then is not going to cause any problems. As long as you're not getting drunk, yeah. if it helps you mentally, you're probably okay. This is not advice. <laughs> I was too scared to even have even a little bit, but I have anxiety. So <laughs> it's like one drop will kill the baby. <laughs> All right, my next tip. It's called sharpening the saw. Oh shit. Is this Tips on you dismembering people? your parents or yes. kids or family whoever's or loved ones. Whoever's off. near you. So this is a uh, this is a term Stephen Covey uses. Who's I don't know, people think he's some kind of business guru. Anyway, an old man's cutting down a tree with his saw. Saw hasn't been sharpened in forever. Friend walks by and says, Why don't you stop and just sharpen your saw? <laughs> And the guy goes, uh, I'm too busy cutting down this tree, <laughs> which I find myself doing all the time. We're so busy in trying to solve the problem brute force, we don't take the time to figure out that maybe we're not equipped to do it right now. I have a great example of that. Do Just it. yesterday, actually, that I ended up throwing something across the room and almost crying. Uh, I was trying to change. I just wanted to go for a walk. My husband was helping his ex with something and dropping off the stepkid, and I was at home with my toddler. I just wanted to go for a walk, which, you know, sounds simple. Needed a new tire on the stroller. I'd never changed tire tubes before, and I couldn't get the fucking thing in the tire <laughs> itself, and I was trying so hard in the first one. I finally YouTubed it because I was like, okay, obviously I can't change, a, I can change a car tire, no problem, but apparently a stroller tires just beyond me so youtube it and it's like you know if you don't have a tire tool you could maybe use like a screwdriver but but don't pinch the the tube and i pinched the tube and i immediately and luckily i had a backup already thank god um and i didn't use any tools that time and i just like powered through getting the tire back on but i youtubed it and like read the instructions and like took the time for a minute and stopped myself before i got too upset to do it and i got the tires on and i went for a walk i'm gonna give you some tire levelers i actually bought some did you? okay because <laughs> yes. i remember you, you took you mine off at work and it took like five seconds it's nothing it's super quick yeah so i bought some they're on their way <laughs> amazon prime <laughs> All right, so basically he recommends we take time daily to sharpen our saw, whether that's mental, emotional, social, physical. Sometimes we're just not equipped to take care of the task at hand, and we need to take that time to figure that out. Yeah, that makes total Maybe sense. Maybe work sucked and you need to work through it before you even see your family. Take the time. Yeah. Take the long way home. Get yeah. through it. Sit in your car and listen to some music for a bit. Plug the exhaust pipe and close the garage door. Or just hook it right through your window. Okay. No, that's dark. <laughs> uh, my next tip is to laugh. I hate laughing. <laughs> laughing is so the worst. 
Um, in our family, we laugh constantly, all the time. Usually at you, right? Usually it is at me. <laughs> um, even in the middle of a fight or argument I might be having with my wife, I always try to break the stress and the anxiety and the anger with a little joke. A lot of times it doesn't go over great, <laughs> but it steers us in the right direction to, to go where we need to go. Um, we, we sometimes have like laughing arguments where we're just like kind of laughing, but lecturing each other at the same time. Like, why don't you just do it this way? Like kind of a smart ass, but, but we're also laughing and we're not taking you, each other You should other tell them about the shoes. Do you remember the shoes? Oh, when I kept leaving my shoes everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I kept leaving my shoes out and my husband asked me nicely to put them away because he didn't want to trip on them. And I thought, oh, I'll just like slide them next to the couch and that would be, no, they still got tripped on. So he finally grabbed them one day and opened the front door and threw them out <laughs> on the lawn and shut the door. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Which he did go get them, but, but it, it made me stop leaving my shoes everywhere. It worked, and I don't leave them anymore. That was probably two years ago. <laughs> so we try to laugh a lot. Yeah. We watch great. one of our favorite things to do as a family is sit down and watch Bob's Burgers. Oh, my gosh. That's so weird because that's, like, the only show me and my stepkid watch together. It's hilarious. Bob's Burgers, yeah. And uh, Mr. Bean. That's a classic with the kids. Anytime we're out shopping, I always try to goof around as much as I can. Tease my wife, tease my daughter, just have fun. Because I, I firmly believe the family that laughs together stays together. Yeah. Well, I think the biggest problem I had with my ex, she never once made me laugh. Why'd you marry her? <laughs> well, and I didn't even realize that that was a thing I needed until I met my wife now, Mikkel. She could make me laugh. I didn't realize how high of a priority that was in a partner until I found someone that could. Yeah. It's very important. When I was doing like dating profiles in between marriages, I that was always number one humor, like on my list. Were you the girl that's like, I love traveling, I love to laugh. I like to walk on the beach. Dance like no I one's watching. Flowers. Still like you're never gonna get caught. <laughs> you can't handle me at my worst. <laughs> no, I was not. Uh, but but humor was number one on my list. Yeah. Cause it's so important. If you can't if you can't laugh at yourself you just yeah plus i'm such a smart ass that if i wasn't with somebody who could handle that it, it wouldn't last long. she's such a smart ass she can sit on a bucket of ice cream and tell you what flavor it is <laughs> <laughs> and we're uh, done <laughs> the podcast <right>. is over <laughs> <laughs> thanks for sticking with us for three whole episodes <laughs> we have been forcefully canceled <laughs> my last tip is if you need help get it yeah that's a good one. Through not sleeping and going through my surgery and a while there, I fell into a pretty dark depression and I'd be up late at night and I'd just cry. That's sad. Which is really not good. No, it's usually not. But I was so scared to tell my wife because I didn't want her to worry, which made it worse. Yeah. Wasn't that one of your tips? Talk talk to each other? <laughs> and so I had to tell her, look, this is what's happening at night. You know, I, I, I typically spend a lot of time 
by myself and I, my wife goes to bed pretty early. My daughter goes to bed pretty early. I go to bed about 2 a.m. Gotta get that porn time in, man. (laughs) (laughs) I need a good six hours. (laughs) But talking with her and letting her know what I'm going through and reaching out to friends. I reached out to you mm-hmm. and you gave me and a lot I was of good grateful. advice. I think people don't realize that either. When somebody reaches out to you, like it makes you feel grateful that you can help them. And also that means you can reach out to them if you're ever struggling. That's true. Which is awesome. Um, and that's not just like with divorce. That's with, if you're having trouble with your kids, if you're finding that you can't handle your kids, you don't want to be around your kids, talk to someone right away without taking care of that it might lead you in a direction where you're abusive or neglectful without even knowing it yeah you you just got to get help um your family is too important too precious and not talking about this stuff leads to fractured relationships leads to divorce leads to further trouble and there's no weakness in admitting that you have an alcohol problem or an addiction or depression or whatever you're experiencing it takes someone strong to admit that if if anything it's the opposite people a lot of times feel weak because it's a very vulnerable stage that you're in when you admit that to somebody but it's it's powerful to do yeah if you need help get it There's nothing wrong with it. We unfortunately live in a state that's very religious. Mm -hmm. The LDS religion is rampant in our state, like a mold or a fungus. But a lot of individuals that go to that church, they're taught that talking to a psychologist is wrong. They should talk to their ecclesiastical leader. So we and we're, in- we're not saying all Mormons are like this either, because there are some great ones that are in my neighborhood even that aren't like the high pressure and pushy, right. but there are a lot that are, unfortunately. And, and because of the way that that religion pushes people to talk to their ecclesiastical leaders about depression and anxiety, leaders who are not qualified to do that, you know, a lot of these leaders are lawyers or contractors they're not equipped to do that. Mental health in our state is looked down upon as a weakness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we've even taken my daughter to get counseling with some stuff with her biological mom. And I just told her, it's no different from going to a doctor. We get our bodies checked up. We go to the dentist for our teeth. We go to a psychologist for our head. Yeah. It's something you should do, you know, every now and then. Yeah. There's actually a big uh, controversy going on right now with uh, what was the therapy where they were trying to basically pray away the gay conversion. Yeah, conversion therapy. One of the big therapists from Utah admitted like this was wrong and I damaged a lot of kids by doing this and I'm admitting now that this is not okay. And then in our last ballot session, they chose to keep it legal in the state. Which is great. Which is horrible. So LDS religion, you have like literal deaths on your hands from kids who there weren't able to get help. suicides, yeah. Like it's it's really sad actually. Yeah. Talk to your kids often and early about talking to someone if they feel sad. I read an article about social media use in kids nowadays and suicide is up almost 25% versus when you and I were kids just because of the pressures to keep up on social media. Oh, yeah. Social media itself could be a whole stress episode. Like, I've started backing off of it. The other thing that leads a lot of kids to depression and suicide is the fact that they're required to go to school so early 
and they get so little sleep. There's an article I read that said that teenagers need anywhere between eight to almost 11 hours of sleep a night, yeah. whereas little kids need less. So the fact that we start little kids at school at nine in the morning and teenagers at six, seven a.m., they recommend they should be switched. Little kids are up in the morning. They're they are up, up early, but their bedtime's also seven. Right. So. They should switch these and put them out. And I think they even said the reason why it is the way it is now is to cut back on the cost of running buses. Instead of running a fleet of buses for each grade level, you know, elementary, junior, high school, they just have one bus fleet. Uh, so they bus all the older kids to school super early. So if you've got teenagers, they're not being lazy if they're sleeping in. They need the sleep. Yeah. Get them off social media as much as you can. Talk to them about their mental health. Yeah. Well, and I used to try to pretend to be happy all the time with my stepdaughter because I just felt like my problem shouldn't be hers. And one of the times when my husband was coming home, because she, she gets excited, you know, she doesn't see us for a few days, and she likes to talk a lot when she first gets home. And I'm just overwhelmed when I get home. I have the baby. I have dinner. I just want to be left alone to focus, get dinner taken care of, and then, like, we can chat and talk. Um, so I told my husband, like, can we please just no talking until dinner? Like, just leave me alone because I'm stressed. And... I expected him to come up with an excuse, but instead he told my stepdaughter, you know, Jen's feeling really stressed, so can you go and play until dinner's done and then come tell us about your day? And when she got home, she came up to me and said, Dad said that you're really stressed. And I was, like, taken aback and kind of mad because I was like, why would you tell her that? Um, she gave me a hug and was like, I'm really sorry that you're stressed out. I feel bad. And I was like, oh, that's okay. Like, I'll, I just need a few m minutes to decompress and I'll, I'll be fine. And she said, okay, well, I'm sorry. And then she went and played and left me alone and I got dinner done. And I was like, holy shit, that was awesome. Like, I got sympathy and I got, you know, to relax for a bit and just get stuff handled. Well, as relaxing as making dinner can be. <laughs> um, but yeah, like just be honest about your emotions and how you're feeling. And and it is healthy for your kids to learn because they can see I'm stressed, so back off. And then they know, she tells us sometimes when she's doing homework, I'm getting frustrated. And so we'll be like, okay, why don't you take a five minute break, go draw for a bit or play or sit down, whatever. And she does that and comes back and is fine. And I wish I had that tool when I was a kid. Yeah, my parents kept all that from us. We never knew when they were angry or upset or frustrated unless they were fighting. <laughs> Other than that, we had no idea. So, yeah. Mine was the opposite. Like, I constantly knew how they were feeling, so I had to be calm all the time, and I never got the tools to cope because my, my mom has severe anxiety, and my dad, he used to drink a lot, like, five days a week. So I had the opposite, but same outcome, not knowing how to deal with things properly. Yeah. And it's the, the other thing that's really good is even if you don't find a therapist or a psychologist that your kids want to talk to, just let them know that if they have somebody, somebody they can talk to about anything, that's great. Even if it's a friend at school, it doesn't matter. They need to understand that talking things out is really good and healthy. Yeah. Yeah, it is. All right. Those are our tips. You have to relist your tips. I don't remember oh, them. Oh, shit. I closed the thing. Um, <laughs> be good. Be happy. Laugh. Uh, exercise. Talk to each other. Talk to each other. 
send us beer if you want us to keep making the episodes or whiskey or whiskey that was Beer's a tip wasn't gross. it yeah yeah that you was know a tip. i'm trying to i know this is like the opposite uh, of most people i know what you're gonna say and i'm, I'm trying to like beer and Why? i can't do it well everyone says like oh you just have to grow accustomed it's to an it acquired taste that's that's the word so is eating shit for. that's yeah. an acquired taste too yeah. i don't want it why would you keep pushing yourself through that so this is why i'm doing it because if i'm going out with friends mm. or if i'm at a work thing i always get offered a beer yeah and i take a drink of it and i make that sour face like a little kid eating a lemon for the first time that's the only time my husband drinks beer too is like if he's offered at a social event, he'll just take it, you know, because yeah. it's polite, be one of the guys. But, yeah, he's he's actually fine a couple that he doesn't do the cringy face on. But, but yeah, we're definitely whiskey people. But, yeah, send us some whiskey. <laughs> any any kind. All of it. All of it. It's all good. <laughs> all right. shit what just happened that's right it's true crime time jen what'd your kid do now do you have a what did your kid do um or is this my time you do okay go (laughs) do you want to do yours first do you want to rock paper scissors for it yeah okay Rock, one, paper, two, three. <laughs> you did it. You went on two. If you go on two, it doesn't count. Okay, ready? Walk it. Walk it. Okay, ready? <laughs> one, two. Damn it. It's if you always go paper, I'm I always go going paper scissors. I did go paper the last time. I tried to do rock. All right. I'll go first. Obviously. Okay. This is titled 10 Seconds at the Garage Door. It's a good title. <laughs> What does it even mean? Do you mean? not like the title? I just don't understand what it means. All right. So I don't know if we mentioned it in the last episode, but I realized my daughter hasn't been, she hasn't ridden her bike in like a year. That's sad. It's in the garage. All the bikes are hung up. She just never gets on it. She never rides it. So I realized coming home from work one day, holy shit, she doesn't ride it. She's going to outgrow this thing. She needs to start riding it to school, which is a block away. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. So, you know, went and got her a lock for her bike, taught her how to lock it up. So she leaves in the morning, takes her bike, goes to school. We tell her to close the garage door. We're not rich, but we have a lot of nice stuff in the garage. 14 karat gold chunks, just gold Yeah, I've, gold got, a, I've got a bust of myself that's been carved out of platinum. Yeah, his car is gold leaf plated. It's, I don't know what that yeah. means. <laughs> I don't think anything can be gold leaf plated. Yeah, that's how it works. But we live in a neighborhood where stuff gets taken. I I had a bike stolen. I got back from a long bike ride. It was on the back of the car, went in to go to the bathroom, came out three minutes later. (laughs) My bike had been ripped off the back of my car. I think you remember remember that. that. It was very sad. And I had a big, I had a hundred mile ride coming up that weekend. Had to buy some random bike. So sad. So she knows things go missing. She never closes the garage door. Ah. Drives me crazy. Yeah. So in the morning, we've had to go out with her, make sure the garage door gets closed, but she rides home from school before we get home. 
So we had to put in a rule. You need to take your new iPod. You need to go take a picture of the closed garage. <laughs> you need to send it to That's us. That's smart. So I want to say it was two weeks ago. Can I go run my bike? Sure, go ahead. Go do the thing. She leaves. My wife goes and checks five minutes later. The garage door is open. I've had enough. She comes home. I pull her aside and I say, look, you're not closing the garage door like you're supposed to. You need to figure this out. You need to come up with a way for you to remember to close the garage door or you don't get to use the garage. Mm -hmm. She goes and sits in her room and I walk past her room and she's playing with some cards. No, you need to figure this out. <laughs> so we sit down to dinner and I ask her, I'm like, what's your solution? I don't know. Well, here's my solution. Your bike doesn't get a go in the garage. Yeah, I was going to say lock it up to a tree or Your something. Your bike can be locked up to the, we have a carport to the pole in the carport. It might still get stolen. Right. So I told her, if you're going to put it out there, you need to lock up both tires. You need to take off your seat. You need to take <laughs> off your lights because they will get stolen. Yeah. And she starts crying. <laughs> but my bike's going to get stolen. Yes, but the garage door will be closed and the rest of our stuff will be safe. Well, I don't want to put it out because if it's out, it's going to get stolen. <laughs> yeah. Just like our stuff. Like whatever. our stuff. <laughs> and so I'm like, you know what? No, I don't want my stuff to get stolen because you're irresponsible. Can't close the garage door. When you're done with dinner, get your bike, attach it to the pole, end of story. Mm -hmm. So she's super sad and angry. Gets home with dinner. She leaves, slams the door. I hate when kids slam the door. It just <laughs> irritates me so bad. I wait five minutes. I look at my wife, Mikkel, and I say, has it been long enough? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> so I walk outside. I can hear my daughter crying. Oh. She's got the bike chained up. She's trying to figure out how to get her seat off. And I like I like doing the teaching by... What are you doing? <laughs> I do that too. <laughs> so I walk out there. What are you doing? Look at my bike. It's going to get stolen. Yeah, it would be nice if you had a garage to use, wouldn't it? Yeah. You need to take your seat off. Your seat's going to get stolen. I don't know how. Well, you can leave it on then. So this goes on for about three minutes. And I say, do you have a solution? Well, I was thinking I could write a note and tape the note to my handlebars so when I'm riding to school, I can look at the note and remember to close the garage door. That's a good idea. Actually. It's not a good idea. Why isn't it a good that idea? That is a shit idea. <laughs> Why? She can remember to look at a note on her bike, but can't but remember to right, look at the garage door. But it's right there saying, the Aubrey, garage, do this. The garage door but is right But the there. garage door doesn't say, Aubrey, close me on it. So I tell her, I was like, that's not a solution. <laughs> Like, what if nope, it rains? Next. What if your note gets wet? What if it's windy and your note blows away? Are you just going to forget? And she's like, well, the garage door takes too long to close. How long do you think it takes to close? Her response, I don't know, like two minutes. <laughs> oh, I see where the title's coming from. <laughs> so I have her go to the garage door. I pull out my stopwatch. I have her hit the button. I hit start on my watch. Hit stop when it closes. Ask her how long it's been. Not two minutes. No, it's 10 seconds. That's all it is. That's all it takes. So I had to explain to her when I go on my bike rides, I don't even get on my bike till that garage door is closed. When that garage door hits, that's my start gun. 
that's how I know I can go. Yeah. So I told her, 10 seconds at the garage door is going to save you an hour of being lectured. <laughs> you pick which one you'd rather have, the 10 seconds at the garage door or an hour being lectured. We've had no issues. Really? When was that? Uh, so that was two weeks ago. Oh, nice. So she's had a week of riding her bike. Yeah, that's awesome. And I'll ask her every day when I get home, which did you pick, 10 seconds or an hour? I chose 10 seconds. <laughs> that's pretty smart. That's a genius. That should be a one-up, not a, not a true crime. It's both. <laughs> it's both in one. Well, my game over was me being an asshole. Oh, I think I'm going to come across as an asshole a lot on this podcast. <laughs> I don't think you are. <laughs> I don't think so. This is the part of the podcast where we share a one-up parenting moment or a game-over parenting moment. This may sound like a kid-friendly segment, but it's not. So kick those babies out of the house because it's grown-up podcast time. Um. Well, coincidentally, my one-up or game-over... Uh, is also kind of a true crime of what did my kid do now, kind of. Um, <laughs> so last uh, episode, uh, I talked about my daughter basically having an exorcism when I changed her diaper half the time and the other half the time is fine. You never know. It's just a gamble. So this was after the stroller tires. Um, that I was trying to put the stroller tires back together and I was so frustrated and I finally got them back on and coincidentally she started getting fussy right then, sick of entertaining herself and I'm like, sweet, we can go on a walk. Like it's, it's go time. Sorry that took so long, but let's go. Pick her up, smell poo, of course. So I have to go upstairs and change her. Well, she decides that it's exorcism poo time. So you know how you try to push Is your that kids? a time you guys have at your house? Yeah, hey, it's exorcism. Kids, it's exorcism poo time. <laughs> yeah, it's a theme song. Uh, you know how you try to push your kids' heels like kind of into their chest so you can wipe their ass? You know, I don't do that with my daughter. But, yeah. <laughs> she is getting a little old. Um, but your babies, you try to push, right. fold them in half, we, basically. I used to do the one hand, grab the yeah. ankles, yeah. hold well, them upside down. She locks her knees, but not like so her feet are straight in the air so you could still kind of wipe. She locks her knees so that her body is like, you know, in the 90s when everyone was planking? That's what, <laughs> what her body was What do you mean, was, was planking? Like, oh. I'm planking right now. <laughs> this is the planking podcast. So she planks her body, so basically only her head is touching the diaper changing table, and the rest of her body is like a like a diagonal through the air. And I was like mid mid wipe when she decides to suddenly shoot her legs out and do this. So I wipe with my hand instead. So I have shit all over my hand. So I'm like pissed. So I put her legs uh, down. Pooped. You so are pooped. That is true. I'm both. So I wipe my hand off and she starts kicking her legs up and down. So her onesie falls back down into her shitty shit area. So then there's shit on my hand. There's shit on her onesie. There's just shit everywhere, basically. And I change her diaper as fast as possible. And she managed to pull a sock off. So she's completely naked except for a diaper and a sock. And I just set her down because I was so upset after doing the tires and finally thinking I'm ready to go and then getting shit all over me. I just went and washed my hands and I sat on my bedroom floor and started crying. And I had my my 
hands over my eyes, like on my forehead, kind of like hooding myself. And I hear her crawling in and she kind of swats my legs and bends over to look under my hands and she sees I'm crying and she starts laughing hysterically. <laughs> like she thinks it's the funniest thing in the world and just starts swatting my leg. Like, what are you doing, silly? And I'm just like, not now, Finley. Like I've tried to do the serious tone and she's just hee 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 the whole time. And yeah, it's it was total ass. And so that's what my daughter's reaction to people crying apparently is, because I think that's the first time she's seen me cry, and it is to laugh at my face. So, like mother, like daughter. Yeah, that's what I do to people, point and laugh. So that was a game over, and uh, what my kid did segment combined into one. It's kind of a crappy segment. Yeah, it was pretty shitty. <laughs> Oh, geez. I don't miss those days. I don't. <laughs> She's She can walk like 10 feet across the room now. Really? Yeah. Jeez. Like you just saw her two days ago and she's like already like doubled her distance. It's it's scary. Kids, they grow up so fast, which is my, <laughs> I'm not crying, you're crying. <laughs> this was really simple. They just grow up so fast. I can't even talk about it sometimes or I'll cry. Yesterday, I walk in after doing some work in the garage. My daughter's found a new show on Netflix that isn't a kid's show. What? That she loves. Wow. It's a new, like, Bear Grylls interactive show where you pick how to kill them. What? <laughs> so he, he does, like, his fake survival stuff and then at certain points you get a pick like a choose your own adventure book i feel like i should know who bear Grylls you don't know who is. man versus wild oh okay and oh, i'm gonna jump off this cliff and it's all and, fake and, and it's yeah. all fake oh, and yeah. you can see his like ramada key card <laughs> for the hotel come out of his pocket it's five feet away you can hear traffic behind him <laughs> i walk in and she's watching this show i'm like what are you watching she's like oh i'm watching bear Grylls." You're not watching a cartoon? No. You're not watching one of these stupid shows that I can't stand? No. Oh, you just been watching this? No, I watched a couple of Mythbusters episodes. <laughs> that's even educational. <laughs> well, that's, I was like, these are shows I watched when I was a teenager. I watched Bear Grylls and I watched Mythbusters. And you realizing- sounded like you were really cool. <laughs> <laughs> realizing that we're moving past this like kid phase like the other night for our movie night we watched the martian Ooh, that's a good and she movie. loved it that's awesome and it, it's scary to see how quick she's growing up i've got like a couple years left before she absolutely hates me <laughs> well all right she might hate me for a little longer <laughs> But yeah, just seeing that, I was just like, oh, man. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not crying. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard. Like, it, actually, today would have been my daughter's 13-month birthday. Um, but 
Because when when they're a month old, congratulations! Yeah. <laughs> you're twelve days. <laughs> when they're a month old, you take a picture and you have one of those picture frames in the room that has one month, two months. Because they grow so fast the first year that you you didn't do much. Well, I I have two pictures of my daughter: the ultrasound and ten years old. That's all I need. <laughs> Usually, you do a monthly photo, especially if you're a mom, because they just they do like double in weight and like three or four months. I already don't remember. It feels like it was so long ago. Uh, So this was the first month since she's been born that I don't take a picture. There's not a slot in that picture frame that's in her room that's still only on month nine because I haven't got the rest printed. But it's over. Like, that part's done. And it was... It's kind of a relief because she won't hold fucking still, so it's not like I could do it anymore if I wanted to. Like, the last couple have been a struggle. There were tears. They were hers. Um, but I couldn't, I couldn't, there's no point in doing it anymore. They're, she's a toddler now. Pretty soon we're going to start going to stores and instead of people saying, oh my gosh, your baby is so adorable, they're going to be like, oh great. Ma'am, is this your child? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Steering clear of us when you walk into a restaurant, it's not going to be like, oh, look at that baby anymore. Well, and I'm sure you experienced it with your stepdaughter you realize, holy shit, we haven't taken a family photo in a year. Yeah. And you take that photo, you're like, damn. Yeah. She's, like, to my shoulder, if not taller. And her legs are really long, so I was able to just pass them down to her, even though she's nine years old, and it's just... It's so weird. And my husband gets our pants mixed up in the dryer. Like, whose are these? <laughs> Wait till he has to figure out whose sexy underwear is whose. <laughs> He's going to have an existential crisis. <laughs> Uh, Honey, are these yours? No, those are Lily's. Uh, Son of a bitch. Oh, that's going to be weird. At that point, I think I'm going to have her do her own laundry. <laughs> well, Jen, I think it's time to end the podcast. Because we made it through another fortnight of parenting. Oh, son of a bitch. I thought we'd get through it without you saying that. No. Nope. <laughs> The kids love playing their fork knife. <laughs> um, if you have any questions or topics you'd like covered on the show, email us at hello at Do you want to try that again? Like, in a way people can understand what you're saying. If you have <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> click, click, click subscribe questions email covered show listeners today. <laughs> oh. How was that? I got a headache. <laughs> if you have any questions or requests or comments, send them to us at... Hello at unqualifiedparenting.com. If you want to help us make the show, you can donate on our Patreon or you can send us a bottle of whiskey. Just don't label it whiskey because of interstate alcohol, commerce laws. You can't mail alcohol. The church will take our whiskey. (laughs) They may take our whiskey, but they'll never take our gay conversion therapy. (laughs) And on that note, goodbye. Don't take our advice.